Welcome to Mastering Midlife with Heidi. I'm Heidi, certified hypnotist and mindset coach, and in this podcast, I'm breaking down my secret code for midlife success. Are you trying to overcome people-pleasing behaviors, navigating divorce, living in debilitating self-doubt, or something else keeping you stuck? You're in the right place. I know that you're ready to get to the next level of your life feeling happy and fulfilled, so let's get started. Welcome to episode 12 of Mastering Midlife with Heidi. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Wow, the week of this recording, my podcast reached 500 downloads, so thank you. Six months ago, this podcast wasn't even a thing, and now we're on episode 12 with 500 downloads. I'm so thrilled. 500 times my words have impacted someone else's life. What an amazing feeling that is. I never imagined this dream would create that feeling in me. I appreciate all the kind words and positive reviews you've given this creation that I'm so damn proud of. And I'm super grateful to you for following along and sharing with your family and friends, because without you, I wouldn't be here. And I want to say, if you have a dream that you've put off bringing into reality because you've told yourself you don't know how, or you're too old, or people will laugh at you, go for it anyway, because you never know whose life you'll impact. Okay, and now on with the show. Today's episode is all about burnout. If you're feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, disconnected, and like you're hanging on by a thread, don't go anywhere. I'll be sharing about burnout and boundaries and how they're related, a connection that maybe you haven't thought about. I know I didn't realize it until I figured out I was smack dab in the middle of burnout, wondering how I got there. I'll share with you my story of how I recently found myself in major overwhelm, exhausted before even getting out of bed, unmotivated to shower or take care of myself, eating one-pound containers of chocolate-covered raisins, and unable to remember the simplest things or process easy tasks, like I was walking around in a fog and I couldn't figure out how to clear it away, and I never saw it coming. Stay tuned till the end where I'll tell you the five things I did and am doing to bring myself out of this disconnected place, things you can do if you're feeling the dark cloud of burnout, or tools to put in your tool belt to keep you from ever finding yourself there. Ready? Let's dive in. What is burnout? Merriam-Webster defines it as exhaustion of physical or emotional strength or motivation, usually as a result of prolonged stress or frustration. I know burnout can affect anyone, but it's particularly common among midlife women who are dealing with multiple responsibilities and life transitions. Women are used to being responsible for so much, for so many years, that we don't even realize the compounding effect of what we've taken on. Physical symptoms of burnout include exhaustion, headaches, GI problems, as well as changes in appetite, sleep patterns, and libido. You may experience emotional symptoms like feelings of detachment, helplessness, hopelessness, irritability, mood swings. Your cognition may be affected. 
You could have an inability to concentrate, make decisions, or remember things. You lose creativity and motivation. And behavioral symptoms of burnout include withdrawal from social activities, neglecting personal hygiene, negative self-talk and ruminating much more than normal, or engaging in substance abuse and other self-destructive behaviors. A couple months ago, I realized there was something deeper happening than just the expected stress of building a business as a solopreneur. I consider myself someone to handle stress pretty well, always feeling that whatever's going on will pass. I'm pretty low-key, and I don't let a lot get me ruffled up. But I realized I felt different, that I didn't feel like I was handling things well, or that this was going to pass. I had been having major brain fog, and I mean major. I had problems recalling something I had just brought up in a conversation. I don't mean like hours or days later. I mean minutes later. I couldn't remember what we had just talked about. I don't know how many times I felt like a deer in the headlights because of this. I couldn't remember names, dates, or details, and details were something I used to pride myself on. Suddenly, details were gone. I had difficulty concentrating on tasks, even for just a few short minutes. I gained weight. This isn't uncommon for me when I'm unhappy, but I didn't think I was unhappy, so I couldn't understand it. I would have random heart palpitations. I never felt refreshed, even after sleeping seven or eight hours at night, and I would be tired all day. My body felt very stiff when waking up in the morning, and I had a lot of joint pain. I had negative thoughts about myself. I justified them by telling myself this must just be what it's like once you turn 60. It was a depressing thought, thinking I was on the downhill side of life. Simple tasks were very difficult and learning something new seemed almost impossible. I felt uninspired and unmotivated, and everything felt like I was moving through quicksand, but I kept slogging forward because I felt I didn't have a choice. Around 4 a.m. one morning a month or so ago, I woke up with a message in my head, and I recorded it on my phone. I'll share it with you after a short 60-second break. Are you ready to break free of your defeating patterns, let go of poisonous self-doubt, and live your best life? Join us in our live 90-minute workshops, each focused on a different topic aimed at guiding you to mastering your life. I've taken the struggles clients have shared with me and created a series of workshops aimed at helping you overcome them. Challenges such as chronic stress, procrastination, boundaries, speaking up without guilt, and feeling seen and heard. As your workshop presenter, I'll guide you in uncovering your BS, your blind spots, the blocks that are keeping you from creating the life you want, and I'll teach you practical tools you can implement immediately in your life so you can master the success and happiness you've been craving. Don't let fear and doubt hold you back any longer. Head to my website, MasteringMidlifeWithHeidi.com, and check out the latest live workshop, catch the replays of past workshops, and subscribe to my newsletter so you get all the updates. The link is in the description. Now back to the episode. The message 
that I recorded said, I hear a voice shout, you're doing too much. And then another one whisper, but it's not enough. I have pain in my shoulders like I'm carrying the weight of the world. And maybe I feel like I have been, but why? And in the morning when I woke up fully, I found myself questioning this message. Is this burnout? The problem is that even though we can get a label for what we're dealing with, a label doesn't tell us what to do about it to make it better. Like, okay, so I'm in burnout. Now what? So I started to look into what possibly could be leading to these overwhelming feelings so I could get to the bottom of it. Let me share the backstory of what led to this point in time. Last July 2022, I decided to start pet and house sitting to earn residual income while growing my coaching business, telling myself it would be perfect because my own coaching business allowed me to work from anywhere as long as there was Wi-Fi. Have laptop will travel, right? I never imagined the high demand for pet sitters, and before I knew it, my calendar was very full with sitting jobs and lots of new furry friends. And at the same time, I was coaching clients and supporting them too. Then October came, and there were only four days that I wasn't with someone else's animals. In the months of November, December, and the first half of January this year, I slept in my own bed less than 20 nights, and I spent the three major holidays of the year, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, in strangers' homes, three different homes, a different one for each holiday. I assumed once holiday travel was over that pet sitting would fall off to almost nothing, and I was good with that. It would just naturally taper off. I took a couple weeks off the end of January— to celebrate my 60th, and then before I knew it, my schedule was filling up again with pet sitting, and my coaching business was also growing, starting with four new one-on-one clients and launching my podcast. As farmers say, make hay while the sun is shining, which means to make the most of a favorable situation. So I kept saying yes to pet sitting because, again, I can work from anywhere, right? I realize now that I was constantly moving from house to house, disrupting my schedule, my focus, and my mindset. The drive to make supplemental income was overriding a primary need humans have of the safety of living in a stable, consistent environment. My sleep was disrupted since I was sleeping in other people's houses. My eating habits were disrupted. My schedule was impacted from packing and unpacking, and taking time to settle in and then turn around and move out of that house a few days later. Emotionally and mentally, I found myself drained. But at the time, I didn't get it. I didn't see it. I became resentful. My mind started telling me that people were taking advantage of me. I laugh at this now because I was the one saying yes. Even after more than five years of seriously working on being a boundaries badass, I still get caught up sometimes in the people-pleasing behavior that was ingrained in me when I was young, that it's not nice to say no. Even so, it still didn't seem like I had all the pieces to the puzzle. How could a few months of overdoing put me into this deep state of darkness? So I searched further and think I figured it out. 
Looking back, I see now that this slow disintegration of my easygoing, not-much-ruffles-me demeanor started in the spring-summer of 2020, when, you know, everything changed for everybody. Like everyone, I started working from home, which I thought I enjoyed, but found myself super challenged because the small company I worked for didn't have technology that was set up for remote access. Also, there was the message from the owners that employees couldn't be trusted to do their work if they weren't able to be physically observed or monitored doing their work. So I constantly felt on edge to perform. And as a 60-year-old who prides herself on her work ethic, this felt like quite the low blow. I felt as though I was left to fend for myself and figure it out, just magically make it all work and continue communicating and doing my job as usual, all under the pressure to continue to be, in their eyes, the go-to person who could get everything done, just as I had for the seven years I'd worked there. I found myself in a position to prove myself without the proper tools to continue to perform at the high standard I had set, but feeling the expectation to perform at that high level regardless. I was using my personal 10-year-old desktop and had slow internet connection from home. Because no one was sure how long this thing would last, it took months before the company decided to upgrade systems. By then, I felt behind in my responsibilities and was starting to feel the stress of trying to keep it all together. Work, isolation, questioning, can I see friends or not? making sure my 90-year-old mom, who lives alone, stays healthy and has groceries, etc. Also, part of my job depended on products produced overseas, and the shipment of those products became very unreliable, so that was additional stress. And because I now worked from home, my already working more than eight hours a day when going into the office became, I could work as many hours as I wanted or needed, And I did, in order to try and stay on top of everything. I know you all felt it too. It became a lot to manage, physically and emotionally. Keep focusing the same way at work as I had for the past seven years, even though everything had just been turned upside down. My health took a major hit during this time. I developed a skin condition that puzzled the doctors and ended up also developing into a staph infection, on my face of all places. It lasted for months. I almost ended up in the ER, and no one ever figured out what it really was. I know now it was stress. I suddenly lost 15 pounds in no time, without explanation. I was at a weight I don't ever recall being in my life. My clothes hung on me. Not normally how my body responds to stress, but I'm sure now that was the cause. And then on December 3rd, 2020, I was suddenly let go from my job. I went into the office and was told without any prior discussion that I was terminated that day. I immediately started building my coaching business and actually felt relieved to be out from under that environment that I realized had become very unhealthy for me. I had a new freedom and started to heal. My skin issue resolved without medication or any specific solution. I put a little weight back on and was having fun in the early days of my business. 
November 2021 came, and my then 90-year-old mom got that thing that was going around. She was in and out of the hospital for three months due to complications. And of course, I got it too from intimately caring for her initially. I was sleeping on an air mattress in my living room while she slept on my couch in between hospital stays. It was a rough time for both of us. I see now that I completely stopped caring for myself during those three months, giving all my time and attention to her. I'm pretty sure I missed taking my thyroid medication for days in a row, something you can't do when you have hypothyroidism. I wasn't exercising or sleeping well or eating to nourish my body. So when things finally settled back down in April of last year, 2022, I booked a doctor's appointment to get a baseline of where I was. My thyroid was so far out of whack, it was crazy. My cholesterol also was crazy high. My vitamin D was depleted. I had no energy to get through each day. My shoulders hurt so bad I could barely shampoo my hair in the shower, one-handed, because I couldn't lift my arms over my head. It was like they were frozen. But at least I now had a baseline. I started walking daily, going to physical therapy three times a week, adjusted my thyroid medication, started eating healthy again, and by July, felt good enough to add pet sitting to my routine, bringing us full circle back to a few weeks ago when it finally occurred to me that I was in burnout, and furthermore, I had done it to myself through blurred boundaries, all starting in 2020. Here are five areas where I see now I went astray and let boundaries go. I overcommitted, thinking I could do more than what was reasonable. I took a lot of my value from being needed and therefore kept pushing and taking on more. In my pursuit of stability and a steady income, I lost sight many times of what was realistic, both in my corporate job and recently. I had trouble disconnecting from work and giving myself downtime on a regular basis. And I let go of one of my top values, which is health, justifying not being able to maintain it because of the circumstances. And here are the five things I did and am doing to turn this thing around. I went to the doctor to get a baseline and have continued to follow up over the last year, I'm back to healthy eating and exercising again, and I feel the difference. I sought help and support from friends and coaches. I shared what I was feeling so that I could start making sense of it, and that helped me not feel alone. I used my tools to de-stress, tools like hypnosis, mindfulness, and pattern interrupts to stop or reframe negative thoughts I was having. I started saying no to pet-sitting requests and limiting the amount that I schedule on my calendar each month. This required me to let go of the perception that I was obligated to say yes to any request. I re-evaluated my priorities and now saying no is easy. For example, my health is a priority above money. And lastly, I set boundaries around my business work time. I admit that this is the area where I struggle the most, as there's always something to do as an entrepreneur. It's a work in progress, but I now know what overdoing costs me, and it is not worth it. Brene Brown encourages us 
to be daring and set boundaries. She says, I finally learned that just because I can do something doesn't mean I should. Sure, I could take on another carpool, but that doesn't make it a good idea. She goes on to say, The next time someone asks you to do something, consider whether you're doing it out of obligation or to prove your worth, and set boundaries that reflect what's really important. My hope is that by sharing my story, you'll know that you're not alone. In today's world, we're encouraged to do more, and when we don't, we get the message that we're not doing enough. Just like my early morning whisper telling me, it's not enough. And I know that can lead to feeling like we aren't enough. You're enough. You're already enough. You do not need to do more to prove that. You were born enough, and that will never change. Until the next episode, give yourself grace for the place that you're in. Talk to you soon. Thank you for spending time with me today. To continue on your journey of mastering midlife, click the link in the description to download my free guide, 20 Ways to Say No Without Feeling Guilty. See you in the next episode.